Yes, welcome in one and all to the full 10 yards of betting podcast. It's week 10. Get your betting slips ready. It's time to make you some cash. Yes, indeed. To see if we can win you some money. I'm Timothy Lambert Monk. I am your host. Joining me, as always, every week, uh, the great Adam Wolford, uh, Mr. At Touchdown Tips on Twitter. Adam, how is the penny dropping for you in, in week nine or week 10 or just in general, really? How's, how's the, how, you had the day off today, so I suppose the penny dropping quite well for you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Day off <laughs> always helps. I mean, it's, yeah, it, it chucked it down here today as well. So I'm quite happy to have been off work instead of out in the, uh, in all the seasons that are out there today. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's a weird one. I'm always more tired on my days off. I don't, I don't know why, but it's, what, half eight at night and I'm shattered. But um, yeah, I'm all good. I've been uh, doing a fair bit of work. I've got most of my previews done for tomorrow already. So it saves me having to worry about them tomorrow morning. So all good. Mm. And I don't forget you can get those at tvtips.com. But yeah, like I say, what what better way? What better way, ladies and gentlemen, to spend your, spend your Saturday night uh, <laughs> than with us? We do we do thank you for it. Uh, any, any bets along the way? Um, any bets that you fancy for week 10, let us know in the comments, uh, whether you're watching on Twitter, Facebook or or YouTube. And if I get them up on my little screen, I see I'll, I'll, we'll read some out. Maybe we'll uh, talk about some of them uh, as well. But in the meantime, uh, before we let's get into let's get into week eight, I suppose. Um, any, any lessons learned from from last week, Adam, or anything that we should be aware of? I know there's a bit of weather going on as well this weekend in some games. Yeah, I've, um, last weekend I, I had an up and down weekend. I, I was about I was about half and half in the end, only a couple of points down on on my recommended bets. But there, there's a few little bits that bugged me, a few bits that didn't. It, it's just been one of those kind of stretches for me where everything's half a yard off or a yard off. Like Thursday night this week, I had Trey Burton over 24 and a half yards. He got 24 yards, obviously, um, but it was a good line because it was 29 and a half everywhere else. So. The, the bet was right. It was just unfortunate. Uh, and that seems to have been the story of the last few weeks for me. Mm. Yeah, a couple of line, I know it's a couple of line changes, which we'll get to shortly as well. But like I say um, some weather in Cleveland and Green Bay, uh, amongst some others, uh, not in Carolina this week. I'm also, I don't know what the weather like is in Pittsburgh, but um, make, make sure when you do place your bets, you check over uh, NFLweather.com. I think Pittsburgh was okay, but then that's kind of in the same vicinity. Um, well, yeah, um, 20 mile an hour winds, not too bad. Uh, windy and partly cloudy. Windy and partly cloudy. How we we wouldn't uh, we might mind that too much. Um, yeah, last week. Um, <laughs> So you have to. I've taken it out on the uh, on the Pittsburgh Steelers last week. Garrett Gilbert and the Cowboys uh, trolling me as as I said. What give us twenty? <laughs> Jesus, we really scored twenty points ourselves. But um, but there we go. Never mind. We live and learn. Um, Big Ben obviously is okay and activated for for tomorrow. So yeah, no. Uh, luckily, no Mason Rudolph. Rudolph can wait till uh, December uh, this year. Yep. So far, well, what we got? We've got two. Th- Christmas pun for you there. Christmas pun. Hey. Um, another another couple of weeks. Another couple of weeks to to wait for that. Um, right, okay, let, let's get into if I can find the right banner. Is it the right banner? It might even be the right banner. I'm trying to say it's slightly different today, so I'm going to no doubt cock it up here. What have we got here? What's this one? Total points. Uh, we'll do total points first because that's what I've put on the screen. Uh, anything that I say is really bad, uh, can I get rid of that banner? Let's get rid of that. There we go. Um, yeah, any, anything take your, your fancy? I mentioned obviously the, the Cleveland Houston line was 49. It maybe even touched 50 early in the week. Um, what have you got down there? Where's, Br- where's Browns? 
versus Texans at Browns four, five and a half. Um, that's yeah, coming in quite a bit, isn't it? And um, anything else that stands out to you there? Obviously, biggest one of the week: um, Bills Cardinals fifty six and a half. Um, I've got a sneaky feeling that's going to that's going to be a funny little funny old game that one. Um, but two two okay defenses, not great defenses, but the offense is obviously a lot better. And uh, Buffalo got. Yeah, like I said last week on the podcast, a perfect tonic uh, for last week getting the Seattle defense. Do you reckon the, the Cardinals and Bills will, will serve up both points of the weekend? I think it'll go over the total. Obviously, I wouldn't ever take it at that high, but I it should be the highest scoring game of the week. Obviously, the Bills put up 44 last week. Cardinals were over 30 as well, so I wouldn't be surprised to see something around like 70 points again. Um, Kyler Murray on third down, those little runs that he does are, are pretty much unstoppable, so he keeps drives going. And obviously, Josh Allen got it going again last week with Smokey Brown back. He He's got his, his top three, four receivers back finally, so that's obviously going well for them. Um, yeah, on, on this one, I'm surprised. I don't know why the Broncos and Raiders hasn't gone up. It's been at 50-ish all week, um, and I'm I'm very surprised by that. The Raiders are, have gone over the total in six out of their eight games. The Broncos have gone over the total in five out of their eight games, and neither of them can really defend. The Raiders are one of the worst teams in the league on defense, and the Broncos, Drew Locke is generally, last, I say generally, last couple of weeks, he's been terrible for the first three quarters and then put up 21 points in each of the last four quarters each of the last fourth quarters of those games. Mm. So he's going to keep on going and he should be able to put up points in garbage time if he needs. So I'm surprised that one is staying so low, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a typical one. If we, if we, um, if we said, oh, going back, the, the, the Denver Broncos fourth quarter points, they'd probably put a duck egg up. But uh, mm. yeah, um, it, it's quite a few high lines. I think 49ers and Saints is slightly higher. I think the Saints, the Saints defense is showing obviously um, so it's an interesting line that one. I think that was six and a half. We'll get to total points in a minute, but so uh, yeah, and the Saints defense um, is, is getting a bit better and get a bit healthier as well. Um, Ravens Patriots forty three and a half. Obviously Sunday night football. Uh, that could be an interesting one. I think Ravens might get that one on their own. To be quite honest, uh, I think they they're going to take the opportunity to to smash smash Bill Belichick and the Patriots because they haven't had many many chances to do that over the last two decades. Um, yeah, Washington and the, and the Detroit line I thought was quite high at 46. I don't really see much going on there in terms of points. Um, they say Jags packs 47 and a half, probably slightly a bit low again due to uh, a bit of weather. I think Eagles Giants is an interesting one that could slightly go over, um, but I'd be worried about the Giants scoring that one. But they are at home, so um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see what we what we can do uh, with that. Bengals Steelers 46 points. What do you, you reckon? I, I honestly, I don't know. I think that should go over. I think we're capable of capable of putting up points, and I think we'll keep it close. Um, mm. So I wouldn't be surprised if it goes over that. I, I can see, I can see them getting twenty five thirty, and I think we'll get twenty one, twenty one to twenty five as well. So it, I think it's going to be around fifty ish. So yeah, I, I'd go with the over. It, as I say, it just said a slight as twenty twenty miles an hour is about where it starts to get a little bit iffy and I'd imagine yeah yep. if you're thinking that's the average and then there's gusts and everything then could um could rise a bit or it could keep the score down I I don't know to be honest I'm trying to stay away from betting that game as much as I can it's going to be stressful enough without <laughs> having money on it no, absolutely. And just a quick note on the Rams Seahawks as well. Fifty-four and a half. It could be one. Uh, could be one for the overs. Russell Wilson doesn't really. He's kind of uh, defense proof, isn't he? I know Rams is a bit is is an okay defense, pretty decent defense to be fair. But uh, I think they've got a couple of guys out uh, on on that defensive side of the ball. So Bob, um, Bobby Woods, I know he's. Um, I think is going to have a good game this weekend as well. Yeah. Um, 
Let's move over then to the points, uh, not total points, uh, the handicap lines. Uh, a couple that I actually quite like a lot this week. I don't know about you, Adam. Um, obviously, in front, in front of the screen now. Um, one, one that stands out to me is uh, there's a couple. Baltimore, obviously, minus seven. Uh, I know they're traveling to the Patriots, um, but yeah, I've got a funny feeling there could be a beat down in that one. Uh, Eagles, Cleveland, another couple that I, I quite like. Anything that was your fancy or anything that stands out to you? Um, what about the like I said, the Saints minus 10? That was six and a half, I think, prior to uh, the Saints beating the Bucks. So obviously, it's like, I dare I say, I have a reaction to that one. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't be touching that one. Um, you just never know with Shanahan and what he's going to be able to create. He's, they've said that they're going to give McKinnon a big workload, but whether that means they will or not, I don't know. Um, so, yeah, I would definitely be avoiding that one. I'm, I'm with you, the three that you mentioned, the Browns, uh, the Eagles, and the Ravens. As you said, I think the Ravens could. They could smash that one. They, they won by 14, I think, last week against the Colts, and the Colts are a far better team than the Patriots. So I think the Ravens could could put up a lot on that one. Um, the Rams have actually got quite a good record against the Seahawks. So my original um, instinct there was to take the Seahawks, but I've avoided that one. Um, the Chargers have surely got to win a game eventually. And for them, they were plus two and a half earlier in the week, the plus one and a half now. So money's come for them. Uh, Justin Herbert mm. has lost um, six of his seven starts by uh, in one score games. And obviously they won the other one. So it's just one score game to him. So I think... Um, if you can get, I mean, that's a perfect teaser leg, really, is the Chargers, you know, tease them up to seven mm. and a half and you're sitting pretty. Uh, the Broncos um, spread has come in as well. That was five earlier in the week. It's now three and a half. Um, but yeah, mm. I'm, I'm with you on the ones that you mentioned and the Bucks Panthers confuses me. I'm not sure which way to go. In theory, the Bucks are going to want to kill someone after their embarrassment last week and the Panthers could be that team. You look at the Bucks roster and you think, how do they not put up points? Um, mm. and, it, and they've got obviously a great run defense, so they should be able to stop Mike Davis and put it on Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel. And I think they should be able to deal with them. So I think the Bucks should cover the spread, but it's not one that I would like to back. Um, yeah, I, I've, obviously I've got one of these in my naps in a bit, so I'll go into a bit more detail on one too. Mm, yeah, there's a couple of interesting ones. The, the 49ers plus 10, I think, is probably too many for the Saints to cover, possibly. But, um, yeah, there's a lot of movement this week. I'm not, I'm not entirely too, too sure why there's a, well, there is a lot of movement. I don't envisage at this point in the season there's going to be um, – there's, there's a lot of overreaction and so kind of be – kind of know who teams are at this point and kind of matching up against, against each other but um but yeah we shall see okay before we get to naps and next best then adam let's get to our anytime at touchdown scorers um but just before we get to, to your ones i just want to point out i know uh i love i do love a revenge game there's loads of revenge is uh going on in week 10 so i'll, I'll pick out four you said you mentioned john brown earlier obviously he travels back to arizona uh yeah. with the buffalo because he's two to one anytime um duke johnson Obviously, the Cleveland Blam revenge game, and obviously no David Johnson in that one either. So, uh, I think six to four is probably a bit too short for my liking in a game that could be, um, again, like a yeah, we saw it was lacking Cleveland when they played the Raiders a couple of weeks ago, and the weather wasn't great. Mm. So, I'm uh, not quite sure if that one's going to get anything going, but he's got that, he's probably got the whole back foot to himself, uh, and he'll. There's a couple of Duke 
Duke Johnson um, props I like, which I'll get, we'll get onto later as well. Um, but yeah, I thought six to four, not in, not really interested too much in that one. Uh, fairly time touchdown score. A couple more. Kalen Balage uh, with the Chargers obviously had a really good game last week um, for, for Los Angeles. He they obviously traveled to Miami where he kind of got lost and buried in the depth, depth chart and really didn't get anything too much going. So I wouldn't be surprised um, if he gets reactivated. I think he was protected uh, on the on the practice squad, wasn't he? And I know Tremaine, Tremaine Pope should be okay as well for this one. But yeah, four to one. I thought Kalen Balage was quite was quite big. Uh, and then finally, uh, Cordero Patterson, Monday Night Football, Chicago Bears, obviously used to be a, a, Minnesota, a Minnesota Viking. No David Montgomery, so God knows what, no. what they... No, not having it, not having it at all. I know, no, yeah. like you said, no Montgomery. So who the hell... I mean, Ryan Null, I suppose, and Cordero Patterson. I don't think they've got anyone yeah. else back there. Yeah. Lamar Miller. No price yet on Lamar Miller. Lamar Miller's on the practice squad. He's lurking. Oh, so be interesting to see... Yeah, so I'd be interested to see what... If he gets activated, I'd uh, be interested to see what the bookies put up uh, price for him because that, that's the kind of thing where bookies with, with, might look at it and might not have a depth of knowledge about the NFL, but they might see it and say, oh, they've activated from the practice squad. He's going to be like a 10, 20 to 1 shot. And I would be absolutely all over that. Absolutely all over that. But we won't we see. I'll probably come and be even money favour. Um... <laughs> There we go. Probably. It would be my <laughs> um, Okay, just before I finish, I, I'll, I'll round for a couple of others. Um, what, what do you like for any time touchdown score wise? Uh, anyone in the comments, anyone watching, if you've got any any time touchdown scores that you like, shout them out and we'll, we'll talk, just talk them and put them, put them on the air. But what, uh, what do you like for 10? Um, a very short one, uh, Nick Chubb. Uh, he's 11 to 10, so you're getting plus money on him at Skybet, and he's about 1 to one to 2 everywhere else. So mm, I'm not sure yeah, why they're the a little bit behind on that. Yeah, he, I mean, he's going to get 200-odd yards tomorrow. He's going to run all over the, the Texans. Are we worried that he might not be a bit rusty? Nah. No, yeah, no. Not no, not for us at all. We, we've seen Kareem Hunt back there, and he hasn't done very well. Um, they've also got Wyatt Teller back, the PFF's number one rank bar, uh, guard, I think, um, which will help the run game and the passing game. So I, I think Chubb's going to have a massive game, to be honest. He will be in my DraftKings lineups. Um, mm-hmm. Alan Lazard should be back for the Packers gives them someone else to throw to finally. He's 4-1 to one at Paddy Power. Um, Alf Morris for the Giants. He's the RB2 there. But he's been getting 7-8 carries per game. He's 7-1 to one at 3-6-5, which I'm quite happy with. Uh, Jordan Reed, tight end for the 49ers, obviously. is between him and Ross Twelly. I think they eased Reed back in last week. I think he'll be a bit uh, more involved this week. He's 4-1 to one at William Hill and Paddy Power. Uh, Van Jefferson for the Rams is 12-1 to one at William Hill. And Kyle Rudolph, uh, the forgotten man in Minnesota, Irv Smith is ruled out. Um, so I thought Rudolph at 9-2 to two for Paddy Power wasn't too bad either. Um, mm-hmm. And then obviously we've got the Skybet trebles, which we'll quickly get into. Um, not yep. a fan of the first one just because it's got Kareem yep. Hunt in it. Uh, Devontae Adams, Mike Evans, Kareem Hunt is 10-1. to one. So in fairness, big odds for what it is because you'd imagine Adam, Adams will score. Evans, I think they're probably going to score three or four through the air, so he might get one. So you're basically looking at Kareem Hunt at probably two, three to one there just to finish that off. And then I do quite like the late one, Alvin Kamara, uh, Kyla Murray and DK Metcalf at seven to one on Skybet for those travels. Yeah, the two certainly like the, the second one. It's slightly shorter. It's, just, it's quite funny because the six o'clock one is usually the short one, and they do uh, mm. the short the short price kind of running backs. But uh, yeah, not to be not to be this week. Obviously, Sean, one of the uh, ten yards crew, likes Chubb any time and over in the Cleveland Houston game. I think if that, that total points line keeps coming down, I I'll take the over as well, especially if the. Uh, 
the weather doesn't come to kind of fruition, but we shall see. Um, yeah, so just before we uh, move on to our best, our props and our, our uh, naps and next best, a couple of others. Uh, Gus Edwards, three to one, I thought was a huge price. Um, I can't remember if Mark Ingram is, has been ruled out yet. There was, was He's been practicing. Is he? I thought he was didn't, did not practice on Friday. Um, no, it's, um, I think I sh- I'm sure I saw a notification today saying he was back. Okay, cool. All right, well, then scrap that. Uh, but uh, fear, um, the Patriots are awful uh, on the ground, awful defence in general, actually. And they, they, I think they'll, uh, I know it's a committee. Uh, Gus Edwards obviously got in the end zone last week, wasn't overly efficient, and it's been a bit of a nightmare trying to sort out that, that backfield. But I thought Food One was a fair shout for, for a, a team that could score and run all over the Patriots. Um, I can just see a yeah, one yard hammer, one yard line uh, in, in you go. Thank you very much. Um, Jake, uh, Lamar Jackson was seven to five uh, as well. Again, I think he's. Yeah, the next couple of weeks or so, he's going to kind of want a point to prove chip on his shoulder. Uh, yeah, bring bring all the cliches out. I think he'll he'll want to score into the end zone, especially on uh, on was it Sunday night football, isn't it? Um, yeah, yeah, prime time. Get his name on the score sheet and um, kind of get himself back on the in the running for. Yeah, not saying he's going to make an MVP run, but obviously he's not been talked about at all this season. So uh, just to be able to cover the headlines on, on Sunday night football, I think he'll be quite uh, quite interested in making those headlines. The other the other one, big press, uh, Cam Akers, five to one uh, for the Rams. Who again, another backfield that is an absolute mess, but. Um, Sean McBay said, uh, come out with a few comments saying that he wants to get him the ball more. Coaches speak, yes, I know it is. And he said that at the start of the season that it's he's, he had the same coaches speak. To take it with a pinch of salt, but I thought five to one could be an interesting one. And you know, again, Seattle defense is absolutely awful. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised to see Akers roll in at, at, at five to one. Um, I think that was it for the rest of my uh, anytime touchdown scorers. Any, have you looked at any props this week, Adam? Was there any, there's, there's a couple I like. Uh, I don't know if you've got any. Yeah, I've um I've got a few, and I don't want to sound like I'm copying people, but um I've annoyingly a few of these were pointed out by um Jack and the guys at Bet and Flea, and I've joined their group and saw a few of them earlier. So uh, Tim Patrick over three and a half receptions for the Broncos, I thought was quite good at uh, ten to eleven. He tends to get that. Uh, JD McKissick is one that I've seen Jack Humphrey and Jack Wilson tip up uh, this week. He gets a lot of catches off Alex Smith in the short game. Over four and a half, his reception line is on bet three six five now, but that's a five to four. Uh, Sterling Shepard over three and a half at four to six is, I don't want to say buying money, but it, it should be. He gets um, more of the ball than anyone else in that offense. Aaron Jones over 69 and a half rush yards, I think, is a very good one as well. Obviously, it's quite windy up there. You're going to think that they're going to run the ball a lot. That's five to yeah. six on three six five as well. Um, and uh, Justin Herbert. He's now up to 272.5 passing yards. Um, he keeps going over his number. He's had over 264 in every game that he's played. So 272.5, I think, is fairly decent. He did open up at 269.5, which I, I jumped on. But, yeah, I, I think he should still go over 272, despite the fact that the Dolphins have proven to be quite a, an annoying defense. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's my only worry. Twist. West to East Coast uh, against the decent Miami Dolphins defense. Mm, smells under to me. Yeah, I, I did see a ridiculous stat in a WhatsApp group earlier, so I've not proven it. I don't know for sure, but rookie Californian-based rookie QBs are 1-113-1 one, and one, traveling across the country Jesus in God. history, <laughs> which, which, as I say, it sounds too too big to be true and i've not i've not tested it anywhere or actually researched it but that that was what someone posted so if that's true that's absolutely ridiculous and obviously that would be 
Justin Herbert in this one. <laughs> so it doesn't exactly bode well for him if that is the case. But um, yeah, I mm. thought it was one worth looking into, and which I will do after this. Yeah, there we go. Um, obviously, you can tweet that out on our touchdown tips, and uh, yeah, we'll toss it. We'll give that a retweet as well. That's a that's a that's a cracking stat. I don't know if Sean's watching, but that's, that would win. That would win the Monday pod stat. That um, <laughs> if true, if true, <laughs> yeah, if true, if true, yeah, you might have the same sources as Lauren again. Um, <laughs> yeah, you mentioned you mentioned Aaron Jones on the ground, sixty nine and a half. I thought I thought that was pretty good, uh, especially if the wind gets up on that one and it's going to be cold and possibly a bit of rain and not about there as well. But I actually watched Jamal Williams's prop lines. For, for that game uh, I think I only looked on Bet365 um, his, his receiving yards over under was 11 and a half which I thought was really small for him mm. um, considering his longest the longest reception for him was eight and a half so I'm not quite sure what they're that doesn't seem right to me um, but yeah I would smash the over 11 and a half because he can do that he does that on one and they have specific yeah. like, screenplays or wheel routes for him uh, dedicated to Jamal Williams uh, again Aaron Jones I know came off an injury last year uh, last year last week and they kind of gave him a lot of the ball because everyone else kind of went down but um, be interesting to see how much they give Aaron Jones this week in a game which they could blow out the Jacksonville Jaguars quite early on. And again, you're going to get garbage, garbage Jamal Williams. Um, so I just thought 11 and a half was really low on that one. That's about 365 for anyone that fancies that. Um, I mentioned Duke Johnson, uh, revenge game. He's uh, three and a half uh, receptions, uh, 26 yards. I think I saw was his, his underline for receiving yards. So I thought I'd probably the 26 alone personally, especially if the weather's going to be a bit dodgy. Um, but over three and a half could be interesting considering he could possibly line up outside or any wide receiver as well. So uh, it'd be interesting to see what, what they do with, with him because like I, can't, I can't even name the other running backs on that roster. So um, okay. should get should see a little bit. And they're quite a lot. They're quite a dinky and dunky, quite a dinky and dunky offense as well, which suits um, Duke Johnson. And uh, I think I saw, I can't remember who it was. There was a there was a stat where he's he's second. And again, I can't remember the first the first running back, but he's made the forced the most missed tackles since in a couple of years or something uh, out of all our bees. I can't remember the other one. That's really bad for me, but um, there we go. Um, half, a stat. <laughs> half a stat that I don't even know when, when the time frame is. Um, all right, let's, uh, let's get out of here. Then we've at naps and next best Adam, what is tell the lovely people what your best bet is for week 10. Yeah. My nap is Cleveland Browns minus four. Um, that's 10 to 11, I believe at three, six, five. Um, yeah, they they should be able to run all over the Texans' defense. They're a run-first team, and that's what they want to do, and they should be able to do that in this game. Obviously, the weather is meant to be dodgy. According to NFLweather.com, it's 58 Fahrenheit, rain and dangerously windy. Um, <laughs> I'm not quite sure what qualifies as dangerously windy, but um, it was, I think, 28, 29 uh, miles an hour winds, which is, again, what you want to avoid. Um, so I think running the ball, is the way that they'll go. And they've got Nick Chubb back. As I say, I don't think I'll, I'm not too worried about him being rusty coming back in. I think if anything, he'll be fresher. So I think they're going to run all over a bottom five run defense, frankly. Um, mm. So yeah, um, the Texans are a dome team as well. They're not used to this weather, whereas the Browns played it in two weeks ago. They know what to expect. They know, hopefully they'll have learned from that. And yeah, a bit more experience. <laughs> and so. Yeah, yeah the Raiders game was a bit crazy. Uh, Sean, you probably won't like me because I've probably just jinxed it now. But um, yeah, I pre- appreciate the love. And yeah, Browns minus four, I think, is probably uh, is going is definitely my nap. I've got them in the um, red zone comp as well. Yeah, and Mary Poppins as well. If you're in the Ohio area, I'll probably put your put your put your umbrella away. Um, okay, cool. Uh, yeah, it, it's, I, 
I've got a funny feeling about that minus four. It's just, it just seems like a weird line to me. If it was three, I, I mean, I'd probably be pretty prepared to, to juice it to the three and take the take the shorter odds. Maybe what was it eight to eleven, generally something like that, uh, four or six or something. But yeah, minus four is a, it's a funny line. It's an absolutely funny line. Uh, I'm going to go with my nap then. Uh, my nap is the eagle minus three. Um, I, I danced around a lot of these handicaps this week, and actually I had um, I bought more minus seven. Uh, as my nap um but there's quite a few i like i just think the eagles are a lot better team than um than the new the newer giants i don't think they're particularly interested in winning they always find it's hard to, to score points i think the eagles um yeah they're, they're away but they're they starting to get a bit healthier ray goes back miles sanders is back um Alshon Jeffrey doesn't is negligible, <laughs> negligible for me. Um, I just think the Eagles could could start. Yeah, got it. Yeah, that's another good one. Um, I think they could just start there. And I mean, it's, they they're hardly going to have to get out first gear, are they, to win the NFC East? Uh, just put three wins together, and I think they're there. Um, but yeah, yeah. Eagles plus three. I think it's just a bit, probably a bit too low for them. I'd probably make it four or five, five points. And um, but again, there's not been a lot of confidence, and the Eagles have struggled to. You know, but they played Dallas a couple of weeks ago and struggled there as well. So, um, obviously, Wentz will have to not hold the ball as long as he has been doing. Uh, but having Miles Sanders back will, will surely help, and, and having having a few people to to throw to as well will obviously help with that as well. And the the Giants have a decent. Um, linebacking and some of, some, some of the parts of the defence are, are, are okay but I just think Eagles will, will get that one done yeah. uh, okay they are the nap selections let's move on to next best and what's your next best for week 10 yeah player that you mentioned in the revenge column uh, John Brown over three and a half receptions at eight to eleven um, against the Cardinals um, yeah he had eight receptions last week he I, I don't obviously it, it's difficult to judge because it was against the Seahawks and they're awful but um, yeah, he, he is the key to their offense, I think. Obviously, the first month of the season where they put up on points on everyone, that was when he was playing, he was out, and then they kind of slowed down a bit. But he's been back the last couple of weeks. And yeah, eight, eight receptions last week, I think over three and a half is pretty good this week against a, a decent enough Cardinals defense, but one that the Browns, uh, the Bills should be able to. To put a points on, obviously they allowed thirty plus against the Dolphins last week, so I'm I'm fairly confident Josh Allen and John Brown should be able to connect. Mm. Yeah, it'll be a good game that one. I hope it doesn't turn into one of those fun, weird, weird defensive games where they just get a bit funny and get trying to get a bit cute. But yeah, it should be certainly should be a high scoring one there. Okay, my next best I did say it was my nap, but it's going to be my next best. Baltimore minus seven. I think they're going to absolutely curb stomp the uh, the New England Patriots. They were awful against the Jets last week, and they, they I mean, the Jets haven't been have been able to say this for a while, but they yeah they lost a ten point lead in the fourth quarter. When was the last time the Jets had a ten point lead in the fourth quarter? It was a while ago, wasn't it? Um, but they obviously just about got it done. The Patriots. I, they're just a, a shadow of what they, what they used to be. Uh, I don't care if it's Sunday Night Football. I don't care if it's in Foxborough and it's on prime time. Um, I think John Harbaugh doesn't, you know, not many uh, GMs or head coaches, GMs, head coaches get a chance to go into Foxborough and uh, embarrass Bill Belichick and the Patriots. But I think the Mar Jackson, again, I think they're going to have a chip on their shoulder for the rest of the season. They have to keep pace with Pittsburgh, uh, obviously still undefeated. So um, at the very worst, they obviously they're going for the, uh, the number five seed. But um but yeah, I fully expect Baltimore to go in with the ground game, control the ball, and the Patriots' offense doesn't match up too well against the, de- the defense of Baltimore either. Baltimore, one of the best defenses on DVOA against the run, um, and mm. that's all. That's all. Uh, obviously, Cam Newton's a running quarterback, and that's all the New England Patriots do is a short is, is a short game or is, is a running game. They literally have they literally have no wide receivers. Uh, I think the kill Harry's coming back, but he's he's about as fast as a scarecrow on the field. Uh, Julian Edmonds and IR um, Ryan Izzo is a tight end that no one's really ever heard of. Um, um, 
who have they got? I mean, was it Jacoby Myers, Demi Bird, and all yeah. that? Like these, these are these. Uh, no disrespect to them, but these aren't NFL wide receivers. They're they're bit part players or practice squad players, uh, and then yeah, I just can't. I can't see. I mean, I was as confident. I'm confident about this one as I was with the Steelers last week. So take that. Uh, <laughs> take that as you as you like. So, um, you know, funny things can happen. But I just don't see an instance where Baltimore don't win by a touchdown. You get this. You get the seven point refund if it's a, if it is just a touchdown game. Uh, I just don't see the Patriots scoring many points, and I can see Baltimore putting up thirty, maybe even forty, because I think they'll run the score up and they'll want to put a statement out to say, look, don't forget about us. We, you know, they had a good win uh, last week against the against the Colts. Obviously, aided by a uh, was it a defensive touchdown. <laughs> That's brilliant. One of the gifts of the year from, from Philip Rivers. <laughs> yeah, Rivers. <laughs> But, um, yeah, yeah. Hey, Baltimore, Baltimore, Mark Seven is uh, is my next best. Okay, um, I think that's pretty much it. Twenty seven minutes rolling on thirty, so we get yeah, getting closer to ten minutes every week. Uh, but I enjoy the chat, Adam. Um, just, yeah. yeah, tell everyone obviously where they can get your stuff. Obviously, you can see it on the screen, and obviously tell everyone about the uh, the DraftKings that we have every week. Yeah, at Touchdown Tips on Twitter, Touchdown Tips and TDTips.com. Um, yeah, DraftKings, I filled, I think we filled both contests last week. I didn't do very well in them. Um, but $5 a go, um, the top three get paid. I think, as I said, last week is like $95 or something. Uh, prize pool, um, if you haven't got an account, you can get a free $10 when you open an account at uh, dkng.co forward slash TDTips. There you go. Yeah, I didn't do, do very well. I didn't think I came second the week before. And um, obviously, with all the injuries and stuff, there's quite a few uh, decent valued uh, running backs in that one Giovanni Bernard, Mike Davis, uh, Duke Johnson, all the rest of it. But uh, yeah, go and pick your team. Come and give us a go. Come and take our money. Uh, and uh, I, I think Sean will obviously have his uh, his usual DFS um, article coming out on the Full Tennis website uh, either tonight or tomorrow. Um, Adam, thank you for your time as always. Let's hopefully uh, we can get some some cash as we head towards giving in Black, Black Friday. Anything you're you're taking that you're trying to get from the Black Friday sales? Um, well, PS Five, but you know they're they're a they're not going to be on sale, and b they're not on stock, so it seems unlikely. <laughs> and um, yeah, I hope none of you buy anything online because postmen are getting killed at the moment. So yeah, yeah just uh, just go to the shop, buy it all in by hand. Don't order stuff online. Make sure you wear a face mask. Yeah, um, yep. I'm going to be looking for a, for a TV. So hopefully, some winnings this weekend can buy me a nice new TV. Any, any TV suggestions? Get in touch with me at Fat Full Ten Yards on Twitter at Tim underscore Monkey F Ten Y. I'm looking for a new TV. I haven't, I haven't bought a new TV for for donkey's years. But anyway, good luck with all your bets. Please gamble responsibly. We'll see you same time, same place next week. But in the great words of Kevin Kittle, it's a bye bye for now. A bye bye.